0: Community. Community is uh, the theme for today. Uh, as you can tell, John and Dave are extremely excited about community. Uh, we even uh, decided uh, two years ago, or yet last year actually, that community was going to be the entire theme for the, for the entire year. And we had so much fun doing that. And this year, uh, we're building off that with fruitfulness. And then as the next year, uh, what Dave was talking about is the adventure. Uh, if you guys have never joined a community group, um, I encourage you to do that. Uh, One thing I want to say, um, uh, this lady that's right here, Elsie Gibler, she's one of uh, our students here, is Dave's daughter. This is her last Sunday here at Catalyst uh, before she goes off to college. Um, The hardest part about youth ministry is seeing your students graduate and leave. And I knew that taking this job here in Nicholsville, that Nicholsville is not a place that people stay to go to college because there is no college in Nicholsville, (laughs) obviously. (laughs) Um, so I just say that all of my students are very selfish because they leave me, and they decide to do what they want to do instead of what I want to do. Uh, I'm, but in all seriousness, um, uh, it's, it's the hardest thing in the world, and Elsie, we're going to miss you. You're welcome back every weekend, and I expect you right here in this spot, leading worship every single weekend so that you uh, uh, do what I want. Anyways. uh, <laughs> uh, uh Over the past few weeks, uh, we have been in a series called We Are Family, um, where we've been looking into the different parts about Catalyst, the Catalyst that makes us a family. We're looking at the different aspects and the different things that we value that push us towards being a family. Uh, I started this series um, talking about an Ebenezer, where I encourage all of you guys, if you are a part of this church, Or if you want to be a part of this church, to take one of the rocks and we're going to build the Ebenezer together. It's sitting over there as a reminder that when we come together and we build something, uh, we are a family. Uh, Then John went on to talk about how we as a family need to go in the same direction. Um, And he talked about, uh, he shared a story uh, with a father um, that had a, a bundle of sticks. And he gave each one of his sons a stick. And individually, you could break them very easily. But if you took all the sticks together and you tried to break them, it's very difficult. It's very, very difficult. Those who come together and go in the same direction cannot easily be broken. And then he went on to talk about how we need to be producers and not consumers within the church. How we need to, st- to stay away from the trap of saying, you know, I'm not really able to serve, or, you know, somebody else will get that, or, you know, I've done my time, I don't really need to serve anymore, but we need to say to God, God, here I am. You know, here are my abilities, God, here I am. I'm here to be a, a producer and not necessarily a-, a consumer. And through all of those things, there's one thing in common through all that, which is community, Community is something that we, not necess- we don't necessarily teach about and we don't necessarily think about in the church over, these, over the past like 50 years. For some reason, the church has gone away from community. For those who have grown up in church and have been in church a long time, you might realize that we, we talk about maybe the individual relationship between God and yourself more than we do about community. Uh, and and not, that, not, not that that's wrong. You know, Jesus himself would get away from people and he would, he would go between him and God to strengthen that relationship. But there is a whole other aspect to the relationship with God that we sometimes forget about. And that's where we have that relationship with his bride, the Christ. You know, when we come together as a church family like we are today every single Sunday and we do that with the understanding that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God, so today, our main thing is this. A church family, us together, a church family, has to have a heart for one another. Here at Catalyst, over the past four years, we have pushed very, very hard with the aspect of community. We've, we've redesigned everything we do on Sunday mornings and throughout the week all around community. A lot of us uh, community groups had started. Um, who remembers this? Um, in 2015, uh, we had a, something called the 40 Days of the Gospel, um, that's where we were ending our Matthew series, and we, we, we ended with a together community study of the 40 days of the gospel, which we slowly realized that it was a lot longer than 40 days. It was actually 46 days. Uh, we completely messed up that branding. Uh, but a lot of our community groups uh, started that, and we're still continuing today. The community group that I was a part of, that I'm still a part of, my group, uh, started on that 40 days of the gospel about four years ago. Uh, Kaylee and I had only been here about four months, and we decided that there wasn't really a group for young adults. Uh, So we decided to to open up our doors to all the younger people, the early 20s and mid-20 people. Uh, Let me tell you, we were fresh out of college, about a year out, and we were excited. And let me tell you, we were living big when we were a year out of college. This is what our our apartment looked like. Uh, In our, our living room kitchen, it was just a couple hundred square foot. We had a three-foot in diameter table with four chairs around it, and we had a couch. It was awesome. It reclined. (laughs) It was cool, and it only fit two people. (laughs) That was our furniture, and we decided to open up our our house uh, to young adults, and we ended up sitting on the floor a lot uh, during that time, and that, that community group that started with about six people has now grown to 17 people, with two kids, and we're no longer in we're no longer early 20s anymore. We've lived life together, and now we're in our late 20s and early 30s. And over these years, we've grown together. You know, we've hurt together, we've celebrated together, we've learned together, we've gone on vacation together, we've served together, and we have elevated each other every single day to be closer to Christ. You know, I have learned so much over these past four years about community and just how important it is and how much it will change your life if you become a part of it that I want to come up here and I want to share a couple of things that I've learned over the past four years. And I also want to share a couple different things of what community will bring about in your life and what community needs to look like here at Catalyst if we want to be that healthy body that we always strive to be. See, community needs to start with love. 1 John 4.19 says this, we love because he first loved us. This is the love that we see in Christ, that sacrificial love that he displayed on the cross. Now, this is not an emotional love, a romantic love, or one that the, the world is completely obsessed about, that we see all over the news and all over TV shows, that type of love. That's not the love I'm talking about. But I can say that our community group has birthed some relationships, and uh, we do have two babies on the way, so that love we are pretty good at. Um <laughs> The, the love that, that I'm talking about, the love uh, that, that, that community needs to start with. I know it's funny. The love that, that, that we need to start with is the love that Jesus showed for us. That sacrificial love, where we, where, the one that Jesus showed to the people on this earth when he died on the cross. And to his disciples where he valued them above anything else. We need to make sure everything we do in this building... And everything we do outside of this building and everything we do in our homes and every time we go out to eat together starts with love. Because we need to love each other inside of these walls ever way before we ever start loving people outside of these walls. We need to make sure that we start with love here before we ever start with love outside of these walls. We need to make sure this love is the center of everything we do. Because nobody, nobody wants to be a part of a community that's self-centered. Nobody wants to be a part of a community that's in disarray or only thinks about themselves and is not going in the right direction. We need to make sure that we are valuing others and caring and loving inside of these walls because if anybody ever comes here and realizes that we're in disarray, they're not going to stay. We, we ask everybody to adopt the two time slots with th- throughout their week when it comes to church. We ask people to prioritize Sunday morning, which is, which is now, and we ask everybody to prioritize their community groups. And if you're going to miss one of those two things, if you have to miss one, we ask that you miss Sunday morning and go to your community group because that's where your family is. And if you want to invite somebody to church, if you have somebody that you, that you really think needs to come to Catalyst, we ask that you invite them to your community group first so that they understand family and they understand community. So whenever they come here on Sunday morning, they know what we're all about. We're all about loving each other. We're all about community. Love has to be the center of everything we do. Community is a vital part of the growth of the the health of the church. And I have three things that I want to share with you that community groups will do to elevate every single part of your life. See, community groups, community values others above themselves. Philippians 2, uh, 1 through 4 says this, Therefore, if you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, any comfort from his love, any common sharing in the spirit, any tenderness and compassion, then make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself. Not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. I asked Ian to come up and help me demonstrate something. Um, This is one of the fundamental points of of being in Christian communities and putting yourself to the side and valuing others above yourself. See, it's very easy in a community when you get a bunch of group of people together that have a bunch of different talents and it's very easy to just take advantage of everyone. It's very easy to just get what you want and consume and consume and consume and nobody else is elevating in that situation. Nobody else is growing together. The cool things about families that they grow together. They learn together. They serve together. And if one person, it only takes one person that thinks of themselves other than everyone else to just ruin every situation. There's a really cool team building thing that we've done at camps for years, those who have gone to camp or just done team building in general. There's this cool exercise where you would both sit down on the ground, will you sit down? On the ground and you put your backs to one another. Don't hurt me. I'm not gonna hurt you. <laughs> and the goal is for you guys both to stand up at the same time. And, and the only way that this works is if you both push at the exact same time and you push evenly. Now it'd be very easy for me to sit down right here and just to, like, stand up and use Ian's, like, head and shoulders and everything just to get up, just to elevate myself and then kick him. It'd be very easy to do that. But it's even better when you do it together. It's even better when you realize when you stand here and you link arms together and you push, you push. Yeah, what's push? You push. push. <laughs> and you push. Thank you, Ian. Thank you so much. And you push and you realize and you realize that you're, you're standing with somebody else. You realize that you're together. See, in Acts in the early church, whenever they uh, finally realized that community was the most important thing, they, they put it in the center of everything. In Acts 2, 42 through 47, it says this, they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Uh, everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together, and they had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone in need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes and ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor of all the people. And the Lord added to their numbers daily those who were being saved." Christ communities need to look like that demonstration. If you're a part of the community right now, you need to make sure that love and valuing others above yourself is in the center of everything that you do. Because I can tell you over the past four years when we're all learning together and we're serving together, we're elevating each other, it's a lot easier when you guys are all standing up together than if you're the only one standing and everyone is sitting down. It's a lot easier to live life in a community that loves rather than just somebody standing up here and telling everybody what to do. Because community brings upon lifetime friendships. Church community is nothing like I've ever seen in any other communities I've ever been at. There's no personal agenda, there's no advancement of self, but a place with the same understanding where we have one spirit and one mind, that Jesus Christ is son of the living God, and through the understanding of that, brings so much comfort. When you're around those people who have the same worldview as yourself, you can talk about whatever you want. You can, you can go and do whatever you want as long as you're with those people because you have nothing to prove. You have nothing to prove because you know the people in that room love you and want the best for you every single time. Uh, I went to a, a different type of college uh, than most of you guys probably went to. I went to a, a Bible college. Um, that's one of those weird things where a bunch of Christians get together and study Like, all the time. Uh, And a lot of people, like, Dave makes fun of me that I went to Bible college all the time. Um, It's different. But everybody comes and asks, like, okay, that's a different college. Did you have a good time? And I'm like, yeah, it was awesome. I absolutely loved my time in college. But it wasn't because of the dorms or living in Tennessee or being in the mountains um, or being away from my family for the first time. Um, living by myself, living with cool roommates, like that—that that, that was nice. Those little things were nice, but that wasn't the reason that I loved my time there. The reason I loved that is because at any given time, there's about 900 people on campus, and I knew exactly what each one of those people believed. I I knew exactly what my roommate believed. I knew exactly what my professors believed. Whenever I played baseball and I had competition with one another or we did intramurals, I knew exactly what the person across from me believed. And that was the most most freeing experience I've ever felt up to that point in my life. You're able to grow closer to God, the church, and you're able to learn faithfulness and obedience distraction-free because you know exactly what to expect with everybody in your place. You know, everybody has this common understanding that Jesus Christ is the son of the living God, and we're all freed by grace and not by anything that we are trying to do ourselves. So the conversations with professors, the conversations uh, with your roommates, we're all Christ-centered. It's not that we're sitting around talking about Jesus and God and the Bible all the time, but if, we all have, if you all have that understanding, it's a lot easier to live life together. And I remember going to my professor's office right before I left, one of my mentors, and I was so excited. I was telling him how I'm excited to go into youth ministry and everything. And he said, did you enjoy your time here? I said, yeah, I loved it. And he said, I just want to let you know that the majority of churches that you might go to will not have the same community that you experienced here at Johnson. And I remember leaving that meeting just absolutely devastated because I basically viewed my entire life on the aspect that church and community were one and the same. And I remember looking for churches and every single one that I interviewed at, I, I, most of them I just said no to because I realized I didn't have community. But I remember John and Dave coming to me and, and I was learning more about Catalyst and they shared this mission statement with me, which is plant reproducing gospel communities here, near and far And I could not wait to be a part of that. I mean, I could not wait for the fact that they based their entire thing from here on out on community. I could not wait to be in fellowship with with believers that have the same understanding of me, that they want to plant gospel communities everywhere. The gospel communities in my life had changed my life forever, and I could not wait to be a part of it. Now, within our community groups at Catalyst, we have that Christian fellowship that Paul talked about. We have that Christian fellowship that I experienced at Catalyst. My closest friends in all the world are the people in my community group. We spent so much time together. We spend community group together. We spend holidays together. We celebrate birthdays together. We go on vacation together. We serve together. Um, a significant amount of my volunteers in youth ministry, I'm the youth minister here, are my community group members, the people that serve with me. We've gone through hard times together. At certain parts in our life, we've let different people live with us in our house, different community group members. Sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we've done all of this almost distraction-free because we have the same understanding that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God, and we were saved by grace and not by anything that we can do on our own. So we can just go to one another and we can love one another. We can spend significant time with one another and we don't have to worry about anything. You know, whenever we we come together and we go on vacation together, I don't know if any of you guys have ever experienced before, but I, I don't know if you've ever experienced about going on a vacation with somebody and you have no agenda and it's awesome. You don't have to worry about pleasing this person or pleasing this person because we all have the same understanding. We just have a good time together. Whenever I bring up a service project, everyone's excited about it. When you need to raise money for somebody in your community group that just came a little bit short, everyone chips in, and in fact, we double it every single time because we, we love each other and we wanna do the best for everyone. Those are the friends that you wanna have in your life and those are the friends that will never leave. In fact, when I was talking to Kaylee um, the other day and I, we started to realize that every thing that we've done in our house, every big purchase, even moving to the place where we decided to move to, We were all thinking about our community group the entire time. It wasn't about us. It was like, well, is this going to make community group better? Then absolutely, we're going to buy it right now. (laughs) It's bad because I'll spend almost any amounts of money for our community group to be better. Uh, Which is, Dave Ramsey would be mad. That's okay. (laughs) But we need to continue to do that. We need to continue to have that mindset of community is the center of everything we do and we're gonna value everyone above ourselves. We're gonna start with love and we're going to care for one another through thick and thin because those are the people we're gonna fight through. And we need to do that every single time because community is just an outward display of the church at its best. John 13, 34 says this, a new command I give you, love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. And can you imagine a church that actually carried, carried each other's burdens? You know, no different than just saying, you know, hey, what's up on a Sunday morning? You know, I'm talking about like, you hurt, I hurt. You know, you cry, I cry. If something happens awesome in your life, man, we all celebrate together. If you're not doing well, I'm not doing well. And if we're going to do well, we're going to do well together. See, for many of us and for people that want to come to Christ, they will, most people will come to Christ because of a demonstration and not a revelation. It takes a demonstration for us coming together and people seeing that, that we are different and that we love and that we care one another, for them to want to be a part of what we're doing. And through that, they will see a revelation that, that yes, that is something that I want to be a part of. I think out of my 11 years of, of walking with Christ, I've only found one person that decided to follow Christ out of revelation and not demonstration. And that person was in jail for 11 years and the only thing he had was a Bible. If you're not in that situation, which none of you guys are, and the people that are around you, 99% of the people will come to church out of demonstration and not a revelation. So if we want this church family to grow, if we want this church to be healthy, we have to demonstrate that love and that community that we talk about every single Sunday. I'm going to ask the band to come back up. We are a church of 200 people, which is, which is huge. We talked about it on Sunday morning recently that we've averaged around 200 people all summer, which is unheard of at Catalyst. It's incredible, and it is so encouraging that that's happened. We have increased 17% in church involvement in the past six months, 17%. In Bible college, they said, if your church grows 8% over the entire year, then you're doing pretty good. You know, we're at 17%. I believe at Catalyst, the reason that it is 17% is because when we have a mission, we will stop at nothing. We will obsess over it and we will stop at nothing until it's done. If you ever sit in in the office with me, John, Dave, and Jenny, the obsession is probably could be annoying to some of you guys on just how much we talk about the mission and how much we just want to get it done and we will stop at nothing until it happens. But that just shows just how important community groups are. When we're growing at a 17% rate and we're 200 people, I can say that I don't know every single one of you guys on a personal level. Now, I've known a lot of you guys uh, for a long time, but some of you guys that have come new, there's probably a good chance that I will not know you guys on a deeper, a deeper, as deep level as I do my community group, and that's okay. But that just shows how important community groups are because if you wanna make an impact here, if you wanna feel loved here, if you wanna be a part of here, community groups have to be the forefront of everything we do. I wanna challenge all you guys. If, if you're not a part of a community group, I want to encourage you guys, because we showed a video earlier about how excited John is. I, I encourage you to go talk to John. Or if you don't know how to get in contact with him, come talk to me and I'll point you in the right direction for you to be involved in one of these awesome community groups that we have. I really do believe that Catalyst is the best church. I really do. And I believe our community group leaders are the top-notch, best spiritual people of all time. If you don't believe me, you're wrong. <laughs> And we have more community groups starting in the fall and those, I've met all those people and they're the best too. And if you are a part of a community group, I encourage you to stay faithful to that group for the end of time as long as you're here in Nicholsville because you should have already experienced the joy of just how amazing be a part of one of those groups are because we know a church family that thrives has a heart for one another.